we'd like to welcome you to our emergency freedom alerts for October 26, 2020. And uh, today, again, just building on all subsequent studies we've done, a lot of different breaking, incredibly important potential news that we're going to be bringing you today. Um, I, I just, I can't even believe the content on a week-to-week basis um, that I'm, you know, presenting here at this point. Uh, it's it's beyond comprehension, truly. Now, before we get started here, just going to, we're rotating through our uh, warfare prayers, and um, <clears throat> this is the one that Pete, the deliverance minister in Tasmania, sent me a long time ago, and I, I've I've had this in my Bible for a long time, uh, <clears throat> and uh, it's a very powerful prayer against witchcraft with fasting even more powerful. Now we're going to talk about fasting. Uh, I believe is that yeah, that's the next topic. Yeah, we talk a little bit about fasting, and um, I'm just going to go ahead and open this up in prayer. Like I said before, it's always good to pray like a Lord's Lord's prayer type prayer beforehand put on the full armor of god pray something like psalm 64 um, regarding protection because these types of prayers when you start engaging in these battles and um, particularly if you start combining them with fasting you're really going to start getting on the enemy's radar pretty quickly and so um i've done studies on prayer and you can can just prayer in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com like biblical keys to answered prayer um, those types of things because it's it's really good to understand that whole subject and what we could maybe even unknowingly be doing that um, hinders our prayers because there's a lot that can do that and um, so that's good to, that's super all that super important information you can find that in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com Okay, so I'll open us up here. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, we plead the precious, uncorruptible blood of Jesus over the body of Christ, the innocent, ourselves, our families, and everything that belongs to us. We ask for your giant warrior angels or whatever kinds of of angels are necessary to be loose from heaven to surround us and protect us. As your war club and weapons of war, we break down, undam, and blow up all walls of protection around all witches, warlocks, wizards, Satanists, and the like, and we break the power of all curses, hexes, vexes, spells, charms, fetishes, psychic prayers, psychic thought, all witchcraft, sorcery, magic, voodoo, all mind control, jinxes, potions, bewitchments, death, destruction, sickness, pain, torment, psychic power, psychic warfare, prayer chains, and everything else being sent to the body of Christ, the innocent, our way, or our family members' way, and return it in the demons and the devils and the evil entities and the fallen angels to the senders right now, sevenfold, and we bind it to them by the blood of Jesus Christ. Father, we pray that these lost souls will find the light of your son Jesus. Their own snares and traps have now been set against themselves. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, we now loose them from all mind control of Satan. Father, we also ask that you bind the Holy Spirit uh, to their hearts as a guide to your son Jesus so that they may be set free from the bondages of Satan. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Okay, so, and I, I really believe that, you know, corporate prayer like that coming into agreement is very powerful. And then the other thing that you can do to really supercharge your prayers is fasting. <clears throat> and um, I had put out in my last newsletter that's posted online, regarding people emailing me about the fasting 
and uh, regarding, you know, the whole Halloween, the whole, you know, they're gathering sacrificial victims for, for Halloween. You've got the elections coming up. You've got all the stuff that we've been reporting on. I mean, I, I've never seen such a volatile, insane time as, as that we're living in in all my life. Uh, it's it's hard to comprehend. It really is. The, the Just the study today is just... Wait, I mean, wait do you hear it. I mean, it's it's crazy. Um, so I had a listener email me and he said, uh, is there a certain day your listeners are going to pray and fast? I need time to get ready. Maybe next Thursday, the 29th. If so, you can announce in your next teaching. Thank you. Lord bless you, Bob. And I said, uh, will do. I said, it's funny. Uh, I just fasted yesterday and it was Thursday. So I fasted this last Thursday and I am planning on making that a common thing. And I just got the email below as well. So this is from another uh, listener, Clint. And he said, and I got all these the same day. Now, I just fasted on Thursday. And then I got this. And he's at, he's saying, well, maybe next Thursday, which would be the 29th. Which is strategic because it's right before Halloween. You know, and, and that's, the, that's the time leading up to there. They're doing occult rituals. That's the time they're leading up. That's a, that's a good day to do it. Okay. And then, um, and this is how, I don't know, my life's kind of operated for a long time. I kind of wait on God and take cues from God. Because sometimes I don't know. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know exactly. I don't want to say the wrong day. Now, here's another thing. If you can't do it the 29th, okay, if you're just in a situation where you're like, oh, I got a hard day's work that day and there's just no way I can do it. Um, because I don't know about you, but when I fast, I feel pretty rough. And I understand there are people out there that say, well, the first day is the worst, and then it, it gets easier. That's never really been the case for me, personally. I mean, I think everybody's different. Um, certain, there are certain people that I've read that, you know, by the time they get to, like, the, I don't know, second or third day, their hunger goes away, and it's like, I'm like, man, that must be nice, because I don't know what that feels like. The most I've ever gone is almost a week. Um, and, um that was that time that I was in that real dark period of my life. God was chastising me and, um, I, you know, I deserved every bit of it. And I, uh, that was like, I guess before I got into ministry type of thing. And I remember when I went into that, you know, about the first 60 days, I fasted about 40 of those 60 days and I didn't do 40 straight. But of that, I would, you know, fast, sometimes I would fast, I think that's when I, I did the week, and then I did a three-day no water, no food fast in that week. Now, that's, that's really tough, but it's the most powerful way to fast if you don't do any water, any food. And that's not practical if you're working a job, because you're going to go into pretty heavy-duty detox right off the bat. And that's primarily the reason you feel kind of not good and weak and sometimes you'll go into because your body is getting um all this all the energy that it would normally be expending to digest food it's all of a sudden all that energy is freed up and now it can actually devote itself to doing things that are of the highest priority whatever your body sanctions that may be maybe it's cleansing your liver 
I mean, it's not like there's not thousands of processes going on in the body all the time, okay? But the body will devote then that energy. It's one of the beyond most healthiest things you can do as well. You secrete um, a lot of the different hormones you need, growth hormone, things of this nature. Uh, it's, it's incredibly rejuvenating. Uh, it's one of the best things you can do for anti-aging. But it's crucifying the flesh. So, it's not fun. <laughs> I mean, it's, you know, you get past that first meal that you would normally eat and then all of a sudden it starts to kind of become real. It's like, wow, you know. Um, I'm going to try to get in the habit of doing it every Thursday. So, if we go dark, okay, and I kind of wanted to say this, if we go dark and, you know, I'm not, let's say Contendia for Truth is, for all intents and purposes, is gone because of what's coming, okay? If that does happen, um, I'm going to, I'm going to try to, you know, fast. Maybe I'm not going to be super, super ultra strict, but I'm going to try to fast on Thursdays. So that if you want to know when I'm fasting and when my other listeners are fasting, it'll probably be on Thursdays. Okay, so essentially fasting just really supercharges anything with prayer. And the most um, hardcore type of fasting is no no food, no water. Um, there is evident that those were in the Bible. There were three-day no food, no water fasts in the Bible. And those are serious. Um, you know, you'll, you'll, uh, <clears throat> you'll feel your kidneys after about a day with no water. And some people just can't do it. Um, I've done several of those, and yeah, you go, especially going into the third day, it, it, your kidneys, you'll you'll really really feel it. Now, again, it's not something I would just advise just starting with. I would always advise if you're going to start with something like do a one day w water fast, okay, and then kind of proceed from there because. It's like anything else. It's it's something that if you've never done it, you want to kind of ease into it. And um, but there's probably nothing that you could do on a spiritual level that's almost better for you than fasting. Um, on so many different levels, and you can key in fasting in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com. I've done I've posted big things on it on on like all the different physical and spiritual benefits and all that other stuff. So I don't really want to get into all that today. But suffice it to say, regarding the darkness that we're moving into and that we're in, but that we're go it's going to, unfortunately, most likely get worse. I mean, unless God totally intervenes, I can't see how it's, things aren't going to go totally crazy in the next couple weeks. I hope I'm wrong. I really do. But... You look at everything I've reported on up to this point and everything they're projecting in the next, you know, couple weeks. And I, I, I couldn't come to any other conclusion. Again, hope I'm wrong. Hope for the best, prepare for the worst. And as a watchman, I have to go over that. But if there are actual true remnant Christians praying and fasting, and let's say they're doing it on a weekly basis, um, there's few things more powerful than that that you can do against the enemy and um that also will make you a target of the enemy um so this is just suffice it to say this is um 
this you're entering into the realm of the of like heavy duty spiritual warfare when you start to combine like these warfare prayers with fasting but that's what we need okay uh can you imagine if like the people that identify themselves as christians would actually get on the same wavelength i mean you could you could change the world easily but the 501c3 system corporate system church system has they're all for the most part lulled to sleep not all but the most for the most part they're they're low and then you've got all of the different echo chambers brainwashing people like conservative news and then most people in alternative news and and a lot a lot of them are, are, are part of the problem as well we've went over that a lot in previous studies um so i got another email from this other uh, other longtime listener clint and he said and i got it the same day okay so i just fasted on thursday then i got this other guy saying what about thursday next thursday the 29th and then another email came in clint and he said patriot nurse made a call for fasting on thursday's last month i would recommend jumping in with them yeah why not you know i i think the more christians you have praying uh on a specific day the better it's it's much more uh, it's much more of a targeted attack if you're doing it now again if you can't do it though on thursdays okay and i know i, I kind of got off on a rant there but if you can't do it on thursdays because you know you've got to have maximum energy in these types of things or whatever well then do it whatever day you can do it um even even if it's just one meal something you know because you know god knows your heart in, in in that type of thing so i just wanted to kind of make that announcement that's kind of going to be an ongoing thing uh for contending for truth you know as, as long as i'm online now if, if i'm not online just bear in mind i'm probably going to try to continue this from here on out so even if we're separated and, and we have got no way of getting a hold of one another, just understand I'm going to try to to do that from here on out. Not to say I'm going to do it every single week faithfully, and I don't want to I, I don't I don't want to say something and commit to something dogmatically that I might not be able to do every single Thursday. But for the most part, I'm going to shoot for it, and it, the health benefits alone are gigantic as well. You know. And what it is doing for you spiritually also is amazing. So, all right, let's go further here. Now, the next little part, because, and I've, I've covered a lot of these verses before, but we're going to really be talking about this a lot today. What does the Bible say about corrupt governments? And um, <clears throat> Psalm 94, verse 21 through 23 says, They gather themselves together against the soul of the righteous and condemn the innocent blood. And that's what our own governments around the world are doing right now they're jockeying themselves into they're gathering themselves against the soul of the righteous and condemning the innocent blood but the lord is my defense and my god is the rock of my refuge so that's the thing you always have to bear in mind now there's also a bible verse first chronicles 16 11 seek the lord and his strength seek his face continually now if you don't feel like you have the strength to get through all of this you're right because we need to rely on the lord's strength and i probably don't emphasize that enough but seek the lord and his strength 
seek his strength in particular and this is a this is a really good verse to just you know keep you know in in what maybe if you've got bible verses uh in your bible that you look at more frequently that's a really good one to always try to bear in mind seek his face continually so then going back to this uh verse 23 psalm 94 verse 23 and he shall bring upon them their own iniquity meaning god shall bring upon them their own sin iniquity wickedness and shall cut them off in their own wickedness yea the lord our god shall cut them off and these are good verses to to recite in an imprecatory prayer not only you not only are you asking and proclaiming god's protection but you're proclaiming the enemy's um destruction really it's it's really the crux of psalm 64 which um if you've never heard my teaching on psalm 64 that's a really good one to go listen to uh, imprecatory prayers a christian's door of hope is the title of that just can psalm 64 in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com that is life-changing stuff there and i mean that if you if you've never heard that please listen to that it, it, it's very it's very encouraging too so then we go to proverbs 14 25 through 27 a true witness delivereth souls but a deceitful witness speaketh lies and see this is the thing i look at all these false prophets in the q movement and all these lies they're speaking they're deceiving people they're they're prophesying smooth things they're acting like you know trump's gonna come in and save the day and, and you know the arrests are imminent and all this other garbage that's never come to pass all of the lies and false predictions from their inception you know trump is this anointed man of god and all these other things these false prophets are saying but a true witness delivereth souls i'm trying that's what i'm trying to do i'm trying to deliver souls because i know if somebody's totally immersed in lies and they're believing lies there's a pretty good chance they're not on the right road you know and it's such an important thing what's the opposite of lies truth and what does the bible say in second thessalonians chapter 2 that god is going to do and that's regarding the end times that we're in right now moving into where the antichrist makes his arrival and it's also the same time of the falling away the apostasy of the church for the, and for this cause god shall send them strong delusion and really send the world god's sending the world strong delusion that they will believe a lie that they might all be damned who receive not the love of the truth the love of the truth not the love of lies but the love of the truth and had pleasure in unrighteousness so it's incredibly important that we are seeking truth because what is truth thy word is truth the bible says god is truth jesus is truth father god is truth they operate in the realm of truth and i've never seen so many people believing lies especially ones that are christians as i have in recent times particularly with this modern day trump thing now does that mean i want biden to get in no but they're both two sides of the same wicked coin is, is the whole point in the fear of the lord is strong confidence and his children shall have a place of refuge okay so these are good verses to lord you said his children shall have a place of refuge 
The fear of the Lord is a fountain of life. To depart from the snares of death. So there's a there's a deliverance aspect to all these verses. And I don't mean like being delivered from demons. I mean a deliverance like being delivered from wickedness. From the wickedness approaching. Proverbs 29.2 When the righteous are in authority, the people rejoice. But when the wicked beareth rule, the people mourn. Mm. I've never, you know, seen people so despondent, suicide rates and all this other stuff going through the roof. And all this is taking place under Trump's watch. Now, I'm not saying it wasn't horrible under Obama or wasn't bad under Bush or under the Clintons. But we've went to a whole other level because they're, they're much further now in their agenda. And they're using Trump to implement that agenda as part of the theater. He's acting like he's the good guy, though. Genesis 6.11. Now, remember, Jesus Christ said, as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be in the days of the coming of the Son of Man, which is basically the second coming of Christ. Now, whether you believe in pre-trib, mid-trib, pre-wrath, post-trib, whatever, we're in the days of the coming of the Son of Man. We're in the days of Second Thessalonians chapter 2 when that wicked, capital W, is going to be revealed. And what else is happening? The falling away of the church, the apostia. In the Greek, apostasy. Or apostia, but the falling away. And then that wicked, capital W, be revealed, meaning the Antichrist. So we're right in those, we're right on the cusp of all of this. We're in it, and we're on the cusp of the Antichrist being revealed. Jesus Christ said, you know, as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be in the days of the coming of the Son of Man. Well, what was what was Noah's day like? Well, Genesis 6, 11 says the earth, earth was also corrupt before God and the earth was filled with violence. And we really, we're only getting that part cranked up because I, I believe what's coming to America is a ton boatload of violence. Because of the factors that we've went over, particularly in the last few months, what's coming with a potential um, invasion. Now, I'm not going to sit here and say I know exactly how that's going to play out. I'm going to give you some more scenarios today. Take it to the Lord in prayer. I don't have a crystal ball, but um, I'm just trying to give connect as many dots as I can for you. Ecclesiastes 5.8 If thou seest the oppression of the poor and violent perverting of judgment and justice in a province. Now I've never seen more violent perverting of judgment. When they say judgment, they mean true, righteous judgment. You know like how the court systems are so corrupt and evil and all this garbage that we're dealing with about the, the mask stuff and the testing and, and the coming vaccine and all of the wickedness that you just, all of these uh, micromanaging big brother draconian rules they're trying to implement, that is a violent perverting of judge justice and judgment. It's what we're seeing every day. So if you see these things, marvel not at the matter. For he that is higher than the highest regardeth, and there be higher than they. Um, So it's it's something that I guess we're just not supposed to marvel at. It's hard not to. It's hard to get get your head wrapped around it, but there there are times in history where this becomes the norm. 
Proverbs 29.4, the king by judgment established the land. Now that's a righteous king. He will establish the land. But he that receiveth gifts overthroweth it, meaning bribes, kickbacks, payoffs. So whenever you have a king in power or a president, whoever's the head of your country, if he's taking bribes, kickbacks, or payoffs, he's going to overthrow the land. And my comment is I wonder how much Trump has gotten or will get from the 5G te telecommunication industry and the pharma vaccine cartels for his promotion and implementation of their services and their products, like the vaccines. I just wonder. And that's just a couple of the wicked things he's implemented. I've got way over 100 pages now of, of information exposing that guy. And it gets bigger, a little bit bigger every week if I remember to take what I put in one study and transfer it over to my, my things on Trump. It's hard to remember to do it all. And, and then this just broke. I just got this yesterday. Telecom spent one, meaning the telecommunication industry, the 5G industry, spent one billion plus lobbying Congress, um, 295 million from 2012 to 2015, and 80 million in 2018. And this is expected to increase. So they're all, for the most part, most of them are on the take. Congressmen, senators um i'm sure governors our president most of them the vast majority dare i say are on the take and when that happens he that receiveth gifts overthroweth the land and that's what's being done we're being sold out to the highest bidder i'm going to talk a lot about china today but the thing is is we've let them in here we're buying the slave labor goods we're we're the ones that let now, I'm not saying my listeners. I'm saying our governments are the ones that have let them build these gigantic solar farms on our, which are basically nothing more than staging areas for the Chinese. We've given them, and granted, this is the Russians too, but we've given them a lot of these places in national parks that are no-go zones where they've been for years. Um, the port systems in, in uh, California in that, how that was... Uh, given not every port but so there's a ton of ways that this has been happening for a long long time then other related reports and these are just links you can click on americans government the government is corrupt elite serving only themselves the next report top 10 ways the u.s is the most corrupt country in the world then 75 percent in the U.S. see widespread government corruption, then the U.S. government is the most corrupt in history. These are all different reports you can click on. So when you have that, you're going, when, these, when they're taking these kickbacks, these gifts, these um, payoffs, these bribes, the country will be overthrown, is what the Bible says in Proverbs 29.4. And that's what we're seeing. And they're going to take us out of the old world order and bring us into the new world order. And they believe in order to do that, they have to totally destroy what we have as a country here and hit the reset button and start over. And that includes collapsing the economy, 
collapsing the, the dollar, uh, getting us into a, a, a digital dollar, uh, having everything tied in with the vaccines. And um, there's a lot of factors to it that I've covered in the past. Now, if you haven't heard that my teaching on Romans 13, an unlimited subservience to the government, where should a Bible-believing Christian draw the line? I give you the link to that here. I'm not going to, I've, I've read you the table of contents on that many times, but I've, I've listed the table, like what it's about here in the PDF for uh, October 26, 2020. All right, so then the next thing, the next announcement I have, uh, prayer book, uh, the kind of the contending for truth facebook prayer page the passing of audrey henshaw who was rachel lake's sister and this is a longtime listener and she said i don't know if i told you but rachel lake's sister audrey has passed away very recently she had taken over the essentially the contending for truth facebook prayer page for rachel now i didn't really have anything to do with it i didn't have time to go up there and really uh, do that and i had a long time listener that had started that um rachel um rachel lake was her name she was a listener from florida and then she had just relocated up here oh this is a couple years ago and um i mean you know time flies i mean i think two or three years okay and um she got up here and she'd only been up here for i don't know three or four months and then she she finally got a job a good job and then literally that week her her son found her dead in her bed and she was in the church she wanted to be at because there's a there's a church up here it was pr pretty close to me it's right up 40 from me um i forget the guy's name but um it's where you can see it from from 40 and uh she just passed away super suddenly i went to her funeral uh i think she was just really burning the candle at both ends but then again you know my, my a lot of it had to do with the demonic attack because devil don't like prayer you know and so then her sister came to me afterward audrey henshaw and asked if it was okay that she took the prayer page over and um I agreed and she did that and I, evidently she had, had done that up until now and now she passed away so she says I don't know what happened but I heard secondhand that she had a headache and was sick that's all I know I think it's very tragic that they both passed away so young yeah I mean I'm pretty sure Rachel was in her 40s and Audrey um if it was her for some reason, I think it might have been her younger sister. She would have been, I don't know, probably not much older than Rachel when she passed away. So I just wanted to announce that. Um, yeah, it's tragic. Uh, pray for, you know, the families here. I mean, both Rachel and Audrey's. Uh, I can't. I really can't take on anymore but i do love the um the concept of having something like this my biggest problem is when i when i was first in ministry i had listeners approaching me and they're like oh can i start this 
let's start this uh, forum, chat rooms, and prayer pages, and then it just turned into a mess. Because invariably, you know, the devil's going to attack that. And bad doctrine was starting to infiltrate and probably trolls and these types of things. And it was a nightmare. And I couldn't police it. I didn't have the extra time. I'm, I'm a one-man band. So I just shut it all down, essentially, because I didn't want to be associated with something that was going to... All that stuff was coming from. And then when Rachel did this, I was leery... But I like the concept that it was just a prayer page. Just prayer requests for my listeners. I really like that concept. Let's keep the chat room aspect out of it if it's at all possible. Let's be very vigilant on, you know, I don't want it to be like a Nazi thing. where, But you know what I mean. I just, I don't, I don't want it to get infiltrated type of thing. So, I'm kind of like limbo with this situation now. I wanted to at least get it out there so my listeners could be in prayer about it. And um, I wanted to make that announcement. So then, let's go to, now we're actually going to get into the study. And this is demonstrating China's takeover of Mexico in preparation for a Red Dawn uh, invasion more confirmation of, of subjects that we have covered um, both in the past and in the, in, in the very recent studies I've done uh, this is from Dave Hodges I've been interviewing I believe it's Pastor Sam Honold since 2019 he maintains a website which there's a link here to that in which he provides in-depth evidence as to the growing Chicom, meaning Chinese communist influence in Mexico in preparation for a Red Dawn invasion of the U.S. Now, he's not the only one saying this. And um, Dave Hodges has, has had several people on that, like, boots on the ground down there, which is your best type of intel, typically, if, if the source can be trusted. And they're all pretty much saying the same stuff, that this has been an ongoing buildup for a long time. This, the Chicom influence of Mexico in preparation for a Red Dawn invasion of the United States. On Independent Pass, Pastor Sam Honold and myself have reached the same conclusions in that China needs uh, Mexico to fall completely into their sphere of influence as they need this country to host the Red Dawn invasion that is most likely coming our way. Chaos has ensued and the internal strife is significant. This article cast some light on this issue so they want to hit us from multiple angles if this happens with the red dawn invasion they want hits from the southern border talk this is what we're talking about right now the northern border okay bare minimum through bc um and probably other places on the northern border coming through canada i mean trudeau's sounds like he's totally sold out to them and then also through the West Coast, and particularly with the liberal states of Washington, uh, Oregon, and California, if they, and he's going to get into that a little bit, we're going to get into it a little bit later, but if they fall to, let's say, they don't like the election results, and they agree to do some type of Cal Exit type of plan, 
And let's say Washington and Oregon joins in. I don't know. I'm just speculating. But if they did, then that would cut off Pearl Harbor and any type of port we had on the West Coast. Now, I'm not saying this isn't part of the theater. I'm just, this may be just part of the plan. But there, to a certain extent, this could also be different factions of the Illuminati vying and jockeying for control and position because it's not like Satan is one great big happy family singing Kumbaya. I said that when Trump took over, when his faction of the Illuminati, which is the synagogue of Satan, more so the synagogue of Satan, Rothschild, Rockefeller types, okay, when they took over, when Bush Sr. died, and they all got those announcements, they all got those weird letters when at Bush Sr.'s funeral, that was a changing of the guard. That was an announcement to them that that faction of the Illuminati wasn't ruling America with any kind of iron grip anymore. And that Trump's faction was the ones now in control. Um, I, I went into that in detail when that all happened. So kind of bear that in mind as well. So this goes on to say that this article casts some light on this issue. Uh, this report is an overview of the work Sam Honnold and how it coincides with the warnings issued by the Common Sense Show, which is Dave Hodges. The good work of Sam Honnold, which parallels what the Common Sense Show has been publishing on this topic, um, this is from Sam Honnold. The following are two maps of chicom sponsored destabilization efforts designed to attack the U.S. once operation control is gained, once operation control is gained in the Mexico's northern states with or without AMLO's, which is, I believe, the president of Mexico's support. Now, they're saying AMLO is uh, yoked up with Trump, and he's in Trump's camp. He's in Trump's faction of the Illuminati, so bear that in mind. The way Dave Hodges writes, it's like it's good guys versus bad guys. Trump good, AMLO good, and all the other guys bad. And I, I believe it's just two different sides of the Illuminati vying and jockeying for position. And the outcome of that, I don't know if that's totally predetermined. I'm, they may It may be a fight-it-out thing to see who's going to gain prominence. You know, that's it's not like that hasn't happened in the past. So... Maybe it's all totally scripted and that's all been predetermined as well. Again, I am not God. I don't know every little facet of the way things are going to work out. But I'm, I'm just trying to, again, connect as many dots for you as possible. Uh, so, the maps that he's talking about, unfortunately, they did not come out in the website. I couldn't get them to pull up at all. They were just like blank spots in the website page. So... Um, maybe a different browser you could see them i don't know i give you the link to the report anyway editors note these areas are the ones that the common sense show has previously identified that the cartels are proudly displaying their mechanized and heavy weapons gifts now i've posted a lot of pictures of those like these heavily armored vehicles that the cartels in mexico possess when they come into the north to slay and kill the gringo okay um because they believe that's their land anyway and that's the whole la mecha la raza type of thing where we're usurping their land anyway and that's that is providing them motivation and they're and they're being told well you'll get the you'll get the spoils and the riches and the booty when you go in there and kill and slay the 
the gringo in particular but again it, it'd be blacks it'd be whites it'd be whoever is they deem is against them um they'd be working in concert with the chinese and the mexican cartels and the mexican gangs and probably black lives matter and antifa and the chinese troops and potentially the russians and who knows the lgbtq <laughs> uh, whole thing snowflake left liberal democrat they, they'd all be kind of on team satan okay so i'm not saying they're not on team satan i understand it's right left paradigm and then but that other side is genuinely unbelievably wicked okay i i the, the trump supporters i've been around i absolutely loved i went i did go to a trump rally early on when he was running for president here came into hickory here in north carolina and we went there and i i absolutely adored every single trump family that i met when we were like waiting in line all the hours and we still didn't get in and i got there super mega early and then we got to the near where the building was and then there, there was all of these demon possessed black lives matter antifa types there that were screaming at us and all this stuff and we just sat there and held our ground and there was cops between us and i was literally it was me a cop in front of me and then these raving lunatic savages on the other side cussing and screaming at us for no reason because we were there and granted i wanted to i wanted to get the feeling i wanted to get the flavor i've never ever fully been on even back then i was not on the trump train per se I said from the beginning I would give the guy credit where credit was due when he was doing good and I would expose him. And like I said, I'm not saying he wasn't on Team Satan all along, but there was a turning point really when the when uh, it was like not this February, but last February. When that Bush funeral happened and they got those notices and the other side of the cabal were put on notice, the gloves came off regarding Trump the masks really came off for those with eyes to see ears to hear and hearts to receive it really came off now i'm not saying he was a bad guy before that he's been a bad guy since he was born the bible says the wicked go astray from the womb they speak lies as soon as they be born okay you go all the way back to his childhood not not a good dude bad 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 person okay um but that doesn't make all the people, the Trump supporters, bad people because Trump's a horrible person, you know. But unfortunately, they're under his spell. And I do believe there's witchcraft involved with this Trump uh, delusion type of thing. I 100% believe it's, it's ma it has to do with mass witchcraft from that level. Because it doesn't matter what you would show a Trump supporter all of the different ways he's so incredible i just got into again with another guy this week listener he couldn't believe that i what i posted in the last study and i'm like well then refute it refute it oh no it can't be because he did this and he did this and it's like okay so that cancels all of the wickedness that he's done his whole life leading up till now lifelong democrat pro-abortion total womanizer totally linked up with the rothschilds and the rockefellers uh, all types of, of suppressed payments for children that he's molested was most likely molesting his own daughter. Look at the pictures of him and Ivanka. I mean, that is some evil, sick stuff, man. The one where they're sitting on the parrot that are mating, the parrots that are mating, the stone parrots. 
I don't even like tell, to tell people to go look at that because it's an inappropriate, sick, disgusting picture. It, it's so bad. And that's just a tiny little bit what I'm mentioning there. It doesn't matter. Biden bad, Trump good. Therefore, don't tell me anything about Trump because Trump good. Has to be right-left paradigm. Has to be good and there has to be, no. <laughs> Two sides of same wicked coin. You know? You don't want to look at the 800-pound gorilla in the room, which is all of Trump's past and present. How he's bringing us, you know, implementation of the 5G. How he's giving billions to Gabby, the vaccine alliance that is controlled by Bill Gates. And, you know, we don't want to talk about that. No, 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 no. That's off limits. Even though it's 100% easily verifiable. Doesn't matter. He's a good guy. What do you want, Biden? It's always the, it's all, and then, then, then they'll attack you personally the ad hominem attacks you know so understand i'm just trying to have balance here okay so going forward here uh these areas are the ones that we have previously identified that the cartels are proudly displaying their mechanized and heavy weapon gifts can you say obama holder chicom alliance meaning they're getting gifts from the Obama holder Chicom Alliance as weapon suppliers to these cartels. Now, not to say they're not they're not buying a lot of their own weapons because they've got more money than they know what to do with anyway. You ever see some of those busts where they you know they've got like you know stacks of cash that you could literally like drive a car onto type of thing. So they got they got money too. Sam Pastor Sam Honnold stated, as previously reported, the governors of these two Mexican states are leading a deep state and CIA-backed effort to destabilize the border region, which has, which has gained new momentum in the last 48 hours. In both Tamalumpas and uh, Chihuahua. Okay, like the dog, I guess. The Common Sense Show has concluded that from the timely information provided by Sam Honnold that the cartels and these criminal governors in these specific Mexican states are trying to destabilize this region in an attempt to use these areas in the following manner. Number one, to develop a base of operation from which the Chicoms are going to try to overthrow AMLO, which is their president, who's aligned more with Trump. Okay? And his opposition to Mexico from being used as a base of operations from which to launch a future attack red dawn invasion of the usa so the, evidently this amlo guy if what dave is saying is true is not aligned with the chai comms now i don't understand then why he's letting them into his country to take over is that just part of the theater is he really trying i don't know just seems a little weird just like it seems a little weird why we've allowed them on our soil for all these decades and the solar farms and bringing their slave labor goods in and all the other ways that they're here. Okay, so, you know, I, I Dave writes from a very right-left, good-bad stand-up point of view, okay? Anyway, this will be launch points for the inevitable Red Dawn invasion, Okay, this, these more so Mexico and northern Mexico. Please keep in mind that the Common Sense Show has already published accounts from Pemex, 
which is the state-owned oil company that Chinese are using the corruption to establish refineries and oil supply lines to the border area, which would be needed by military launching an invasion. Now, here's a personal communication from Pastor Sam Honnell. He said, um, Amalo spoke about the arrest of General Sinfuegos, asking why only Mexican officials were being arrested when plenty of Americans are complicit, specifically mentioning Fast and Furious, which is a sore spot for Mexicans who know the U.S. deep state armed the cartels, at least in part. Um, and then he also said, the second point was the communist MAS party, MAS party, won the presidency yesterday in Bolivia, which would be more Central America, I believe. Um, I I'm sorry, it's, it's South America. Anyway, um, back to the report here. Uh, they won the presidency yesterday in Bolivia by a margin of 20%. This is the party of Evo Morales' narco, meaning narcotics, dictatorship. Bolivia has blown their shot at freedom and now is an enemy nation that will have to be militarily vanquished for any sense of law and order on the continent. Explanation from this personal communication. Number one, General Sinfuegos was arrested while traveling in the United States. Why? Because he is tied to the gun distribution ring of Eric Holder called Fast and Furious. He and Holder which brings Holder's partner President Obama into the equation as they have conspired to upgrade weaponry of the Chicom cartels in an attempt to overthrow AMLO for his support of the current Republican administration, Trump administration, and his insistence on not allowing Mexico to become a formal staging area for controlled Red Dawn forces. Well, yeah, and he may, being the president, he may not want his country being taken over by Chicoms, you know? Two, Bolivia is joining the Confederation of Potential red dawn forces of such countries as argentina venezuela ecuador and chile who are falling to the belt and road initiative chicom takeover of their country and these countries are trying to come north to link up with the central american red dawn forces under the leadership of the chicoms from a series of sam honald's tweets we read the tamalumpas governor de vaca now under investigation both nations has an extensive private army to include armored vehicles heavy weapons <clears throat> and aircraft as reported with video by bbc reporter simon reeve and here's the tweet for that and then mexican president lopez or amlo has begun a major swamp draining this week releasing 70 arrest warrants for government officials implicated in the ao Ayot Zimpaya case where 43 young school children were murdered in 2014. This is a declaration of war on the Chinese-backed deep state of Mexico. Because AMLO continues putting Mexico first and cooperating with Trump, China will push the rebel governors forward to destabilize the border region. So things are mega, mega, mega heating up in Mexico right now. We've got Halloween coming up. You know the Occultists will be, try to be using every amount of witchcraft to bring the order out of chaos, maximum of death and carnage, and then we got the election right after that. And all the promises from the left that if it doesn't go their way, you know, we're all dead, essentially, or even if it does go their way. So, I've went over that a lot, in and we're going to go over a lot more of that today. 
Please notice in the second paragraph that Sam talks about destabilization of the region. There is something I this is something I've been writing about for months. This is the communist China plot, and now there are more independent sources verifying that this is a preemptive action needed to fulfill the Chicom goal of eliminating AMLO and taking over Mexico. And that very well may be true. You know. So then we have this. China orders millions along the coastline near Taiwan to make certain they have emergency preps. China has formally instructed its people in coastal cities near Taiwan to make certain they have 72 categories of emergency preps. Even, Chinese, even the Chinese are asking if war with the United States over Taiwan is soon. Okay, They want to take Taiwan. We've been talking about this for months at this point. They just haven't fully acted on it yet. They've been staging and prepositioning and building up their troops on the Chinese coast across from Taiwan. Okay. Americans near the Pacific Ocean port cities should prepare for Chinese bombing as well. Now, meaning if we were, if they try to take Taiwan and we, which Taiwan's like our fourth biggest trading partner or something or third or something. I don't know. It's, it's, it's very, very significant. And we've pledged to protect them. Well, if we do that, then you could see how that type of scenario could lead us into World War III. Okay, because they attack Taiwan, we come to their aid, and now we're at war with China over Taiwan. Now again, I'm not saying that's not part of the theater. I'm just saying that might be the way it plays out. I don't know. The General Secretary of the Communist Party of China, Xi Jinping, inspected Xiaozhou, a city on the front line of Taiwan, um, and called out to the Marines, and I... It's not a city in Taiwan, but it's near, very near, in China, though, and called out the Marines stationed there. After he left, Shenzhuan issued the Shenzhuan Family Emergency Material Reserve List to guide the public in dealing with, quote, disasters. These two incidents occurred almost at the same time, causing local people to think that it was related to the tension in the Taiwan Strait. On Monday, during an inspection tour of Guangdong, Xi Jinping, General Secretary of the Communist Party of China and Chairman of the Central Military Commission, went to the frontline city of Shaozhou in mainland China to express condolences to the Marine Corps soldiers. I, evidently because he knows a lot of them are going to die when they invade Taiwan. It's the only thing I could think. Early Wednesday, the Sichuan Municipal Emergency Management Bureau issued a notice to guide citizens to respond to, quote, disasters. According to the Sichuan Family Emergency Material Reserve List issued by the um, Municipal Emergency Management Bureau, it is divided into the basic edition, which includes required item, items from emergency items, emergency tools, and emergency medicines uh, to, uh, for common disasters, and applicable disasters. For example, multifunctioning emergency flashlights, lifeguard whistles, fire extinguishers, breathing masks, etc. The extended version includes food, daily necessities, emergency supplies, and emergency tools. China has recently stepped up its military activities around the island of Taiwan. In the first nine months of this year, China dispatched 1,710 fighters to Taiwan's air defense identification zone to carry out air intrusion um, sorties, I guess, and then 1,029 marine intrusions. 
Taiwan's Ministry of National Defense stated that since the beginning of January this year, the Taiwan Air Force has been forced to take off 4,132 emergency sorties, a year-on-year increase of 129. They're probing their defenses, in other words. They're seeing what the reaction times are, just something you would commonly do before going to war. In the past month, near, nearly 40 Chinese fighter planes have crossed the center line of Taiwan Strait and entered the Southwest Taiwan Air Defense Identification Zone. China is preparing to take Taiwan by force, and it knows it will cause a shooting war between itself and the United States. Thus, they are now preparing their citizens to have emergency su- supplies before American bombs start falling on their coastal cities. That's if we fully engage and, and go into it. Now, if we're... They, they bring up a scenario later that if the election doesn't go the way and Biden and Kamala Harris don't get in or whatever, and again, I think it's theater, but let's say that happens, then that's going to be Chinese overt cue to potentially attack. Okay, from Mexico, from British Columbia, and from the West Coast. But the West Coast um, states will be welcoming them with open arms because they're going to give aid to the enemy because they, they're on China's agenda anyway. Um, so, again, I'm not saying that's going to happen, but if that were to happen, I think it would be very hard for us to come to Taiwan's aid. You know, I don't know. Could be wrong, but I think it would be a lot harder if we were, if we were undergoing a full-on continental <laughs> attack from the Chinese on our own soil. A little tougher to go help Taiwan in that particular scenario. I, I, but again, I don't know. Governments do not take these sorts of emergency preparedness steps so publicly, so publicly unless they know those preps will actually be needed. Thus, a reasonable person could conclude that war is coming and coming soon. The U.S. port cities, these are U.S. port cities in alphabetical order that could be subject to attack by the Chinese in this particular case. Okay, let's say that's what kicks this all off. Okay, um, where we defend Taiwan. Well, then these cities would be subject to attack by the Chinese Navy if open war is declared by China on America because we helped defend Taiwan. This, the Here's the port cities. Bellingham, Bremerton, Coos Bay, Everett. Now, these are all U.S. port cities from Oregon to Washington to uh, California. Honolulu, and then now you got Hawaii. Humboldt Bay Harbor Recreation and Conservative District. Long Beach, Los Angeles, Oakland, Olympia, Pearl Harbor, Portland, San Diego, San Francisco, Seattle, Tacoma, Vancouver, USA. These are mostly deep water ports, all of which could be targeted for Chinese naval attack in the event that the U.S. goes to war with China over Taiwan. The ones like Bremerton, Pearl Harbor, and San Diego are also military ports which would likely be primary targets for such an attack. All of these ports would be essential to any U.S. war effort and crippling or destroying those ports. Now, if they were already in enemy hands because, let's say, this happens after the election and, let's say, they don't like the way the election went, well, then then that gives California, Washington, Oregon maybe the excuse to do their own little Cal exit plan. I don't know. They wouldn't have to attack those ports in that case. 
So it just depends how compliant the West Coast will be with China. But I think they've got all that worked out ahead of time anyway, most likely. So, and again, this is written in, in the context of we're in control of those ports still. All of these ports would be essential to any U.S. war effort, and crippling or destroying those ports in the cities near them would be a primary goal of China to halt U.S. supply routes to its armed forces fighting in defense of Taiwan. True, yeah, true. If they haven't already fallen, if, if those states aren't complicit with China, you know, China now has the world's largest navy. They are fully capable of sailing over here and firing upon our ports and nearby port cities. If you reside in or near those port cities, it is probably a good idea to have emergency preps. Well, it's a good idea to have emergency preps anyway, no matter where you're at. But such as emergency food, water, medicines, a generator, fuel for it, and for your vehicles. A first aid kit and a radio gear like a CB in case you come under attack. And the supply lines for basic services get blown up. Yes, you, you read that correctly. If there's a military, if there's a war between the U.S. and China, we here in the U.S. will be subjected to military attacks on our West Coast. And, and again, but that's if they haven't fallen in line with China, though, at that point. He's not writing it from that standpoint. Like Hodges actually writes that that could happen. So, um, he says they'll fire shipborne guns, rockets, missiles to blow us up. Mm, okay. And then we have this from the, this is from the South China Morning Post regarding Taiwan. Now this is what they're openly admitting to in their own news publications. Okay. Tell me, tell me, tell me why the South China Sea can tell me exactly what's going on, and then I confirm it with people I know in Taiwan. The Chinese are hovering. They're deploying drones. Take out the missile batteries of Taiwan. They're deploying launching points for the hypersonic missile. I wouldn't know this. I wouldn't know a hypersonic missile from a hyperdonic missile. I do now because I've researched it. And yet the Taiwanese, they're fully aware. They're on war alert. They feel they could be attacked at any time. Meanwhile, back in the United States, did you see how Donald Trump had a crooked tie last night in the debate? Oh, my. And he says he's a family man, but he didn't mention his wife, Melania, one time. And everyone in his family is not on his side. What do you think about that, America? See, again, David's just totally right-left paradigm. He's, he's in with all the debates and all the stuff about Biden. And granted, Biden's a wicked devil from the pit of hell i mean totally sickening evil pig pervert pervert the thing about the diary coming out today with his own daughter how he's showering with his own daughter when she was a wee little you know and how his propensity toward little girls and look at how messed up hunter biden is with all the the abusing like little chinese girls or i'm not saying none of that that's right but trump's guilty of the very very much of the same kind of stuff i've as i've documented so it's just, you know, it's like the pot calling the kettle black. If if they're if Trump's saying that stuff about, but they're all they're all wicked. I mean, I'm not going to deny that, and it's some sick stuff. That's the kind of BS we got for news this morning. Instead of hide your boys, close the window. Here comes the draft. 
Yankee Doodle and Uncle Sam needs your kid. We need to march off into the sunset to the next war of globalist occupation by the banks. Yeah. You must die so the banks can live. <laughs> yep. Are you ready? South China Sea, ladies and gentlemen, saying it's getting ready to go down in Taiwan. Then we send our troops and boom, we get hit. Right here in America, right in the kisser. Boom. And not a word of it in the mainstream media. They do such a good news. And maybe that's what why all these troops are, I mean, at least in part, at least the facade of why they're there. These ones that are already pre-positioned. They'll be ready to pounce when this thing goes down in Taiwan. If that's the way it kicks off, that might not be the reason. But it, it could definitely be part of the whole reason. Everywhere and anywhere, we are CNN. Well, if you're so good, how can we can't pick up a copy of the Chi South China newspaper and tell the people what they're saying? Oh, uh, yeah. As they dribble on themselves. Ladies I think he meant drool. War is here. War is coming. This is setting off a chain of events. We are in big trouble. How much trouble? Let's let things unfold for a while before we really delve into the analysis. But I'm not liking where we're stepping. And I think we're stepping in poo-poo. <laughs> That's it. for the. <laughs> okay. So then, um, then we have this. Uh, alert, Chinese now preparing to launch a large-scale invasion of Taiwan against Taiwan. DC scrambles to defend against it. Totally different source. Um, so there was this speculation about a invasion. China. So what he's showing here is a map, uh, overhead map of Taiwan. The Taiwan Strait, the water that goes between and then china's on the other side he's he's i'm i'm about six minutes into the video he went over some of his other other theories that i mean maybe they're true maybe they're not but i just wanted to play a little bit of this one to give a little more uh, clarity about the subject invading taiwan during the election not thinking the president would do anything about it risking somehow his re-election bid that still might be on the table because any invasion, of course, would have to be, you know, predicated on Taiwan's lack of an ability to communicate and respond. I found some other articles that back all of this up. China deploys DF-17 hypersonic missiles across from Taiwan to prepare for invasion. Now, this is mainstream news. I mean, in, in the Taiwan mainstream news, okay? This isn't like a conspiracy theory. This is all happening, okay? It's They're staging, and this has been going on a long time, and Taiwan said, you know, you've flown uh, over a 1,000 missions over here with your sorties. We've had to scramble jets all these times because they're probing. Uh, Taiwannews.com, 10-19-2020. Literally writing articles about this. And this talks about these hypersonic missiles, what they're capable of, and where they are. Anonymous military source saying that China's most advanced hypersonic missile, the DF-17, is being deployed to People's Liberation Army bases in the provinces of Fujian 
and Zhejiang, which sit right across from Taiwan. The deployment of the missiles is part of a PLA pattern of beefing up its forces along the coast of China in what some analysts are saying are preparations for an invasion of Taiwan. <clears throat> yes. This is what they would have to do. You see, it's also well known that there are Patriot batteries in Taiwan, but they're going to use UAVs to overwhelm them, meaning they're going to send up just hundreds of them. Who remembers all of the swarms of drones that were seen over the West last summer? I'll see if I can dig so up. So they would launch these UAVs, which are like these big plane, but they're pilotless, I guess, drone-like planes, um, to overwhelm Taiwan's uh, defenses. And then they don't, they don't have to worry about losing pilots in that particular scenario. Uh, I think that's what he's getting at here. And now this, this is when the invasion of the Taiwanese main, or the, the island of Taiwan would commence from the Chinese. Rickles. They even mention it here in this uh, slideshow. UCAVs across from Taiwan will be used to overwhelm <clears throat> Taiwan IADS, their air defense systems. Right. This is October of last year. China unveils drones, missiles, and hypersonic glide vehicle at military parade. These are so, all mainstream news reports he's going over. He's showing you the the uh, cover the cover pages for number 22 this year president Tsai pledges to defend taiwan's airspace and she did this from pengu island now let's go back to that map real quick this is pengu island right here this is where any land invasion would have to occur now let me describe it for you you've got china on one side on the um let's just say it's on the uh, west you've got the taiwanese strait the big water channel there then you have pingu island and then you have taiwan pingu island is more on the southern part of the island of taiwan it's off the coast though so he's saying that if they for a land invasion they'd want to take pingu island first and then they would have a staging area to go right into taiwan which I would agree with. If they were going to station these drones, that's where they would put put them, or these lasers. Right. What I So, anyway, he goes on a little bit further there. I just wanted to kind of give you a little more info on that. Okay, so now let's keep building, okay, on this. Because I believe that when I put reports together, and this is why I, like, like I didn't get started tonight until like around 8... 8 a.m. or 8 p.m. at night because I'm like usually on Sunday there's all this more stuff breaking and then I have to add it in but it's typically stuff that if I don't add it in the, the report's not going to be complete at least up to the moment complete the next report is mounting reports of simultaneous coming civil war and World War III will be unleashed with an unfavorable election result for Harris and Biden, meaning if there's an favorable election result. Now, either way, it's going to be bad. It's going to be horrific, okay? But this is David Hodge's most recent report, and I, I cut a lot out because we've already covered it. But 
I wanted to hit the high points of this. Nobody wants to believe it, but more and more evidence keeps surfacing that our worst fears are about to be realized. It is clear that key parts of Western Canada are being handed off to the Chicoms. We reported on that at length. I maintain that Trudeau has struck a military deal with the Chicoms. Why? With True North moving, meaning it's on the compass, True North is moving, melting ice caps have made Canada the unquestionable dominant power in fresh water supplies, evidently for the whole world, I guess. With water levels in many world metropolitan areas dropping to 500 feet, maybe it means by 500, I don't know, fresh water will become a valuable commodity. Canada will become the 1980s version of Saudi Arabia, only the product will not be oil, it will be water. Now, I've already covered this, I just kind of want to refresh your memory. However, Canada does not have the military reserve to protect its supplies and transport going forward. With an unfavorable election result for Harris and Biden, and if California falls after the election and leaves the union as CalExit threatens to do, in that scenario, Pearl Harbor would have to be abandoned. The Chicoms will control Washington, Oregon, and California, and I'm assuming Hawaii. All who have pledged to withdraw from America if they do not like the result of election of the election. In other words, he's saying that I guess Washington, Oregon, and California have all pledged to withdraw from America if they don't like the result of the election. And if unless it's Biden and Kamala Harris winning, you know, <laughs> Kamala Harris I think spoke here in North Carolina. It was yesterday. She had ten people. Showed her ten. Massive turnouts. Now, again, I'm not going to get in the right-left paradigm. It's just that I mean, it's kind of a joke. But, I mean, you got people driving around with Trump flags all, all over the time and, you know, big caravans of people with Trump stuff. And you, you see a lot of that. You know, and a lot, From what I've heard, a lot of people all over the country doing that. Um, again, not getting in the right-left paradigm, just kind of stating facts. Anyway, this will provide a major beachhead for the Chicoms. If, think about it, California, Oregon, Washington, and Hawaii fall. Yeah, it's a pretty good beachhead. One month ago, I showed one of my previous articles on this topic to a former military analyst, and he said contingency plans to house the West Coast military facilities will be transferred to the East Coast, and there are, they are in existence. But he did not know if they had been rehearsed. This is merely a status report on the anecdotal accounts of four Canadians acquired over an eight-week period. I believe these accounts to be accurate because there are other accounts similar to these, for example, in the broadcast of Sarah Westall. At that time of my discovery of the Chicom military in Canada, and there's all kind of first-hand accounts of people there, you know, that we've read in recent previous studies saying, yeah, they're here. Chicoms are here. <laughs> they're taking over pretty much. Anyway, he said, I stated that this story will obviously be con continued as more information is acquired. Well, more information has been acquired on the same topic, and much of it confirms what we're writing here. In the past week, Sarah Westall and myself have added Hal Turner and Pastor Sam Honnold as sources that are validating our claims that we are about to be invaded. Now, again, I'm not saying that this is 100% going to happen. I'm just telling you, you know, prepare for the worst, hope for the best. Be in prayer about it. Fasting if you feel led. Um, I, I think this Thursday's prayer and fasting is by far the most important because of what we're right on the cusp of. I mean, Halloween, you know, two days later, and then the elections, you know, right after that. So, 
anyway, um, with minor exceptions, okay, so sub subsequently, this new information is coming to the forefront. I consulted with my two best sources who both have extensive um, military intelligence experience. With minor exceptions, these two sources agreed on the following, and these are just bullet points. Uh, if it appears that the American election is going to be won by Trump, this will set in motion an invasion of Taiwan by China. Now that's super important, and we just gave you the whole scenario of that long brewing potential invasion. Was it like this just happened last week? Okay, so bear that in mind, and it would make sense if the if if it appears the American election is going to be won by Trump, this will set in motion an invasion of Taiwan by China. Now, there's a very good chance that that's all known. It's all been predetermined. It's all theater. And that they already know what's going to happen. Because it's part of the theater. But he's not writing from that standpoint. He's writing from the standpoint of Trump good, Biden bad. Right, left paradigm. Coke, Pepsi. So please bear that in mind as I say this. Okay, um, <clears throat> while simultaneously using their terrorist assets inside the United States to attack infrastructure, meaning Chinese assets, to attack infrastructure and any targets w that would hinder the defense of the lower 48, meaning lower 48 states. Uh, as America, then the next point, as America allocates resources for the defense of Taiwan, India will attack China. China will roll their troops across the northern and southern U.S. borders. I think I think the extreme western, southern, and northern U.S. borders. Okay. Um, World War III will begin in earnest. By the way, China, Pakistan, and China. Oh, Pakistan. I don't know. He said China, China Pakistan, China. Okay, that's redundant there, Dave. They will engage in a nuclear exchange. Now, again, you know, I, I'm not going to get dogmatic about this kind of stuff. And say, so they're going, this is exactly the way it's going to play. Nah, come on, really? There's no way to know that for sure. Um, anyway, however, America will not be nuked by China because they want to occupy an intact country with full access to existing resources. I agree. I agree. They want to come, they're coming for the spoils. Next bullet point. The most surprising aspect of the scenario is that both sources believe that the three most Western governors, which, again, this would be for California, Oregon, and Washington, which are, the governors are Newsom, Gruesome Newsom, sorry, Brown and Inslee, will provide aid and comfort to our invaders. Now, remember I brought this scenario up earlier? Yeah, they're going to welcome with open arms. They will be... They both reason that all three governors have allowed undue Chicom and their terrorist allies to flourish within their respective territorial control as evidenced by what has happened at the Long Beach Port, Seattle, and Portland. That very well may be true. They may come in totally unopposed, these Chinese troops that are staging in British Columbia and in Mexico. If they come into the right spot, meaning California and Washington, okay, coming from the north, they come into Washington, coming from the south, they come into California. If they come in the right spots, they may come in totally unopposed. And then what would that do? That would allow them then to stage and pre-position their troops 
in those states and then for an eventual invasion of the states to the east not saying it's not part of the theater i'm just saying trying to get a handle on all this um both sources agree that based upon public statements made by senior chinese officials the united states can expect a no quarter meaning no prisoners policy i've been warning about that for years everyone in the west will be a frontline participant uh, meaning if you live in a western state and you're against their um policies maybe maybe it won't matter i don't know maybe even if you agree they're gonna kill you i don't know now i'm not saying god can't protect you i don't i don't ever come from that angle um everyone in the west will be a frontline participant the irony as one source stated is that blm and antifa will be murdered along with the rest of america okay well then that would mean that they would be killing everybody indiscriminately because they want to reoccupy with their own people They've run out of land, they've run out of resources, they've run out of farmland, they've run out of a lot of things in China. And they're mega, you know, in their terms, in their eyes, they're mega overpopulated. And this would be an area of recolonization. That's, you know, if, if Satan had his way, that's what they would want. To stop the attack, the U.S. will have to deploy and use tactical nuclear weapons. Now, again, I'm not going to get this dogmatic. I'm not going to act like I'm Mr. Prognosticator and I know exactly how this is going to play out. But I'm going to give you the potential scenarios of what could happen. Uh, so he's saying they'll have to deploy tactical nuclear weapons. We will, U.S., this will unintentionally kill millions of innocent americans i was told by both that whatever measures needed will be used without regard to civilian casualties due to the genocidal nature of the attack therefore it will it will be better to sacrifice some rather than all i was also told that the chinese will have difficulty dealing with the continuity of continuity of government tunnels in which heavy weapons including theater nuclear weapons can be rapidly moved and brought into action one source mentioned that Paul Preston had told me before that the dams in Southern Oregon and Northern California all have ADMs and they will be detonated, some type of explosive device. They will be detonated by radio frequency if the Chinese advance is not stopped, meaning we're going to start blowing dams and probably bridges and the stuff you do in war to, it, to stop the advancing troops. Now, remember, you could say, well, this is all theater. Why would they do all this? Well, Again, is it two warring factions of the Illuminati that have been, you know, basically Satan said, well, duke it out. Go for it. He loves killing death, destruction. You know, to the victor go the spoils. I don't know. But these are just scenarios that could happen. Uh, let's see here. Uh, they will. So they're saying that they're going to blow the dams and that northern california and uh southern oregon the intent is stopping the chai Com advance out of canada by the release of road destroying massive amounts of water editors note if the oroville dam were to be sacrificed two million people in the central valley of california will be an extreme danger we've been talking about the oroville dam for like two or three years at least next point nuclear ordnance will be used on our southern border because the potential number of invading troops will be astronomical 
the entire border region would likely become a wasteland on both sides of the border. Northern Mexico might be uninhabitable for a generation. If And then the next point, if Obama, if the Obama-appointed command officers participate in an eternal plot to overthrow America, America's military response could be limited, thus aiding the CHICOMs being able to control both borders as they advance both north and south and as they link up and prepare to move east. This is a major wild card. This is why since April, both Northcom, Northcom and Southcom commanders are sequestered in protective custody. Uh, Obama's actions are to fire approximately 400, were, well he did, he fired 400 senior command military officers during his tenure. Uh, implicates him in a treasonous plot against the U.S. If the readers are stunned at the expected U.S. military response, so was this author. I will save the best for last. Now remember, he's getting his intel from these people. We don't know if that's 100% correct. We don't know how this is going to play out. Usually when you get into a war-type scenario, things are fluid. And things can change. So this is just a potential template. Um, I He says, um, if the readers are stunned by the expected U.S. military response, so is this author, I will save the best for last. I was told by both these sources that forces loyal to the United States will be willing to expand expend their entire nuclear arsenal on our enemies and this includes our approximate 80 nuclear submarines that obama loyalists do not control what is most frightening is that this could happen this could happen in a week or sometime next year all moves are in the chai hands by the way richie from boston videotape i wouldn't say it's massive American, he's saying massive, it's really not. American military movement throughout Wyoming. Now, granted, maybe it is massive, and he only caught one part of it. Heavily armed military accompanied by federal police, helicopters, and heavily armored vehicles were transporting something inside like a large semi, which had like weird doors on the side of it. It was definitely something they were guarding. I suspect that these massive trucks are theater nuclear weapons mentioned in this report above. Everything is a frontline, everyone is a frontline participant. And to think that we did not even discuss the UN being a factor. They play, well, they will play a role, but mo both my sources said the UN will not be able to participate in the invasion of the US because of division within its own ranks among member nations. Okay, so that's, that's one scenario here. Um... Okay, I'm just going to keep going here. Major terror plot targeting Trump supporters has been uncovered. A funny thing happened on the way to write in about the Chicom inspired and emerging civil war in Mexico, which we just reported on, which is a prelude to Red Dawn invasion of the United States. This is Dave Hodges again. I've been warning about an impending Tet offensive that will visit our country courtesy of less leftist subversive forces. This prediction is gaining momentum courtesy of several communications that have crossed my path in the last few days. I've got them as well. He said, three days ago, the following anonymous message was sent to me. Dear Mr. Hodges, for reasons that will be apparent, I will not specifically identify my employer. I am writing you because in the past you've indicated that if the Democrats, or D Democrats do not feel they can win, their allies which are extreme subversive groups, will ramp up their violent activities, and you are correct. And they've been warning about that, you know. We have intelligence which leaves little doubt to the fact that certain Trump supporters are in the process of being identified and targeted. 
the information suggests that there are a number of high-profile targets. Members of your alternative media can expect to be targeted. Private individuals who have donated to President Trump will be harassed and possibly acted upon. Please note that the list of donators is publicly available to anyone. We expect that businesses that can be associated with the president's donation list will be targeted in a manner consistent with what we have already seen in Minneapolis, Portland, and Seattle. You're receiving this letter because I do not believe that my employer is going to act upon this intelligence until after the targeting has begun. They want to bring that order out of chaos. Rest assured, you will not be the sole source of this writing. You, If you're wondering about my motivation, it is simple. Um... It is one thing to conceal possession of material that would implicate certain public public figures and treasonous acts. However, I will not be party to actions which has the real potential to make sacrificial lambs of innocent Americans. I did not sign up for this. I have learned enough to accurately state that it is highly likely that if Trump is declared the loser of the election, he will not be serving until the inauguration. Um, meaning lame duck. When you're in that lame duck period and then the inauguration takes place, what is it, like January or something? Well, if he loses, that's going to be out the door. He's not going to be a lame duck. Um, will some accident to him happen in that interim period? Maybe a coup in that interim period? Who knows? I'm not certain. But I am sure he will not be serving past Thanksgiving. Please do not disseminate the rest of this message. Um, I found the letter, and then it says Dave Hodges, I found the letter to be interesting, but far too vague to act upon. But last night, after everyone went to bed, I was writing part two of the report on the lead up to the Red Dawn invasion as I was covering how the Chai Coms are destabilizing Mexico because AMLO is not cooperating with the Chinese. The release of this material is going to take a temporary back seat as I release what seems to be confirming information that in part substantiates this anon anonymous letter that I have come to believe came from an un unidentified FBI agent. Remember, I wouldn't say who his employer was. So then, um, this is called a plot surfaces in New Hampshire. The first verifiable indicator that Trump supporters are at risk to having their homes burned down and worse came from a lady in New Hampshire. She says, hi, Dave, this happened in a town near me in Milford, New Hampshire. Threatening letters sent to homes of Trump supporters. Police say um, this, this is from a mainstream news report. Okay, and she gives the news report there. Essentially, and I, I've got a photocopy of it, and I've got a photocopy of several of these. It says they're getting these, these people that are identified as Trump supporters are getting these letters that say your address has been added to our databases as a target for when we attack should trump not concede the election it goes on to say we recommend that you check your home insurance policy and make sure that it's current and that it has adequate coverage for fire damage so they're basically telling you they're going to burn you alive in your house what is it going to matter if they burn you alive and you, you know for the insurance um then it says you've been given fair warning Always remember that it was you that started the Civil War. Yeah, because those devil, slime devils wouldn't take any blame for anything, any wicked, evil thing they've ever done. And I know now it starts to bleed in, oh, well, you believe, or you believe in the right, left, parent. I believe these leftists are wicked to the core and totally pure evil. And are I've never seen a, a case more of mass demon possession 
in my life than them. So then it goes on to say, open the transcript, and here is an excerpt from what I found from the TV report emanating from WMUR-TV with reporter Tim Callery. A video of the news report is available at the link listed above. And I give you the link. It just says, police say the same letter was mailed to other homes that have signs supporting President Trump. The department is now investigating and has contacted the Attorney General's office. Police Chief Bill Quigley alerted the U.S. Postal Inspection Service and says that whoever is behind the letters could face serious charges, not only with a U.S. criminal threatening of a felony level because the threat of the burning homes down and causing injury, but also with postal inspectors something on the federal level. Sorry, that was written a little bit bit disjointedly then before the night was over a person from my audience sent information from hal turner radio show which explicitly speaks to the same terrorist activities as being investigated in new hampshire and the presumed fbi agent anonymous anonymously sent to me now this stuff is not conspiracy theory guys it's these letters are showing up in various and different mailboxes of trump supporters around the nation okay i had a listener that um, i'll read that in, in a little bit um then the people in kansas city missouri woke up this morning to written threats being posted on their homes the letter says the home has been targeted for attack in a civil war because they're a trump supporter more proof comes from twitter which contains confirming information and i don't know why they're posting letters ahead of time maybe it's more the kabbalistic principle which is really more of like a luciferian principle that you got to warn your enemy of what's going to happen to them before you do it to them then from a satanic standpoint everything is square it's good in their in their eyes um this is from a guy named mike schlapp he said um these flyers are being left in kansas city neighborhoods he posts a picture this was on top of our former this this on top of our former uh kansas national committeeman getting run over in his yard due to his trump sign wow please pray that america will reject this violence and hate now this is a little bit there they show a little bit more of the letter here it's an actual copy um dear neighbor you've been identified by our group as being a trump supporter again then it goes on to the same stuff i've been saying your your, your address has been added to our database as a target for when we attack should trump not concede um and then at the very bottom it says be prepared to face severe consequences of your preemptive actions against our democracy <laughs> i love it when satan gives me a morality lesson I, I just i i just love that more than anything i think in the world you know some degenerate devil giving me a morality lesson um <clears throat> so what are we left with now new hampshire is a long way from kansas city which clearly makes this a national threat the tweet represents the longest evidence that there is a nationally nationally orchestrated terror plot being directed against trump supporters this is the beginning of the ramping up of terrorist street activities involving antifa now my comment is remember what jeremy the former 32nd degree freemason warned about that when the particularly the and i'm, I'm just gonna say trump supporters the white people the trump supporters are white and i know there's black ones but I'm, and they'll probably be totally on the target list as well because they'll be viewed as uncle tom's or whatever um no matter what your skin color but primarily the white trump supporters in probably middle the upper middle to higher class neighborhoods when they start kicking their doors in 
then it's going to be on. Then there, then what Jeremy said from the Freemasons told him that the slaughter of the black races will begin. Now, I don't know if that's going to happen. I'm telling you that's one other thing that I have talked about that might pop off if this goes down. Then it goes goes on to say, this material points to a possible, and again, I don't think it's just blacks. I think if you're Black Lives Matter, and a lot of them are white, but that those, that they would be slaughtered. Anyway, this material points to a possible deadly attack being planned against innocent American citizens. The following is a summation of what we know at this point in time. Number one, we have an anonymous tip from a presumed federal agent. Two, we have law enforcement and mainstream media involvement in the New Hampshire with the same issues. And we've got multiple, multiple actual flyers that people have gotten that they've shown, you know. Number three, the tweet from Kansas City and Hal Turner's posting of a national terrorist material closes the loop on the fact that this is a nationally, um, nationally orchestrated violent plot that is in the process of being carried out. But wait, there's more to this report. Another member of my audience sent me the following message, and it is very telling as evidenced by the following link, that they may be getting their addresses and names from this website, which is donaldtrump.watch. Okay, I'll give you a link to it. Previously, this was named resistracist.watch, which is using the public database of Trump's campaign donors to compile a list of those who the BLM and Tifa demon rats deem opposition to them in their civil war. Now, could you imagine if we were doing this to them? If we had a, a public website identifying where Antifa and Black Lives Matter and where they all lived, can you imagine the stinking public outcry that would never, ever end? But it's fine for, for Satan on the left. They can get away with whatever they want. They could do whatever they want and say whatever they want. I would suggest all neighborhoods work together in neighborhood watch type style along with local militia, police sheriff to defend your neighborhoods and neighborhoods urge. I mean, if, if there's ever been a time when that's ever going to pop off in America, it's, it's going to be, you know, November 3rd and after from what I can see. Um, to defend your neighborhoods, uh, urge well-trained gun owners to become deputized also to help and finally flood Trump with this information so he can help at a federal level. He's not going to do anything, most likely. It's all part of the order out of chaos, is what I believe. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong, but you know, I, I kind of doubt it. Click on the link in the above email. It is a personal website that is threatening people who have donated to Trump supporters. Personally, I have identified two people who I know that are on this list. I have notified them of the threat and told them to take defensive action. Criminal activity is already at play with threats to burn down Trump's Trump supporters' homes, and this constitutes a clear and present danger to all conservative Americans. Okay, I'm going to keep going here because I'd like to get as much of this in as I can. This is from a longtime listener, Shar, and more threatening letters showing up in mailboxes. She said, hi, Scott, this is a picture of a letter my girlfriend's friend just received in her mailbox in Minnesota. It's the same letter I read before. Okay, um, you know, the, you've been identified as being a Trump supporter. You know, you've been given fair warning. This is all your fault. Anyway, we're going to burn down your house. Make sure your fire insurance is whatever. <clears throat> anyway, um, this seems to be common in other states as well. Her friend has also been getting a very high number of people showing up in unmarked white vans. Trying to sell something. 
Yet when the husband confronts them, they take off. Yeah, they've they've been doing this thing with white vans for decades. Guys like with weird Russian accents showing up at your front door wanting to sell you books and stuff. I've reported on that over and over. I just think this is a continuation of this. And this is why I've always said, I've always said this for a long time. Don't ever associate your physical address with anything. Um, you you, you want to have everything all of your mail sent to another address, like a UPS store where they have the mailboxes. You never do that. It's the first rule of privacy. Okay? The prudent man foreseeth evil and hideth himself, but the simple pass on and are punished. And if, if you're already in their database, I understand. And I'm not saying God can't protect you. Okay? I'm just saying that is the first rule of privacy. You never, ever, ever give out your home address for anything. You don't get pizzas delivered to your home address. You don't want to be in any kind of Real date. Well, they're, they're like, well, yeah, but you've got to put that on certain things. Yeah, but it's not public knowledge. Okay, it's not just out there public knowledge. So, the, the book written on that is um, "How to Be Invisible" by J.J. Luna, and I think it's like in its second or third edition. So that's the that's his first rule. I have followed that for a long time, and um, it's always worked well for me. So. Uh, it says not going to take any other neighbors not going to any other neighbors nearby meaning they're these white vans are just going to these one houses that maybe are perceived as or in the trump contribution database or maybe they got trump flags out front or whatever trump sticker bumper stickers on the cars all this stuff puts you on their radar you know it's always best also yes don't have any kind of stickers you become the gray man you know um which is what we've talked about a lot not going to any other neighbors nearby seems like they're stock staking places out and trying to instill fear we all need to be on high alert for the next few weeks we've been we've implemented in our own little group fasting and prayer and reading your warfare prayers oh praise the lord this is crucial today yeah and now we're going to take it to a whole other level with the fasting so we're we're in it to win it <laughs> you know because none of this is taking god by surprise none of it is is like jesus isn't on the throne saying oh man i can't believe this is all happening he knows the beginning from the end just remember that next report trump supporters in kansas city and, and i'm just putting this in there just so you have the physical links if you want to go check this out for yourself more trump supporters in kansas city and massachusetts being threatened with attack in the civil war uh, New Hampshire, Trump supporters receive letters threatening to burn down their homes. I give you all the links here. Another person posted that um, on a comment under one of these reports, someone near Lake Norman, North Carolina, which is Lake Norman's near, very near where I'm at. I mean, logistically speaking, it's north of um, Charlotte, essentially. Kind of north north to slightly northwest of charlotte okay lake norman north carolina got one of these letters posted on her door that she was identified as a trump supporter same letter okay so this is happening all over the country is what i'm trying to tell you apparently they plan to burn down her house too a little too close to home um i'm, I'm gonna just try to blow through this donating to trump 
left wing creates a website with maps names and addresses of trump donors for violent this is more confirmation this is from hal turner the left has created a searchable database with trump donors with maps names and addresses so left wingers can take action against these trump supporters i search my neighborhood and my name and address is shown and this is hal turner talking Entering my address into their search returns this. He shows the map. I posted the map here in the PDF. You can see for yourself. Navigating closer to my neighborhood shows two pins. And clicking one of them gets gets this, which is me. And it says Harold Turner. Um, it's, it, his, his address, whatever, 1906 Patterson Plank Road, North Bergen, New Jersey. Shows how many donations he's made to Trump. And the amount of the donation. He made one donation for $40. On June 19, 2016. They know that much about you. And this is all public knowledge. For Antifa and Black Lives Matter. I'm a watchman. This is what I do. Okay. And if you listen. Probably if you're my listener. You're, you're not donating to Trump. Or, or you weren't. Or maybe you did at the time. I don't know. Um, but you might have friends that have done that and they need to know this information okay and they need to have this heads up because they may not be aware you can show them this pdf the part of this pdf or even print it out or whatever uh, here's a direct link to the originating website so you can look at your neighborhood and maybe see if you are on there and it says click here um it appears yeah donald trump watch oh my word crazy stuff man again could you imagine if the republicans or the conservatives had a site like this that where we would identify the tifa black lives matter all the lib devils can you imagine that the the public outcry would never be never ending it appears this is based off a 2016 campaign from federal election commission fec reports which are all public information but here's the thing the fec gives names and towns but not addresses the fec in fact does in fact have addresses but it does not give them out publicly so how did these how did these devils get this information well you know who knows no matter now that i know they intend to use this info on an an attack against me i did what every red-blooded american man would do i donated more to trump again oh how golf clap dude you are the man you 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 are you know it all how you really do this is why i tell no one to follow hal turner at all okay and you know if you can verify the information great you know but don't blindly believe everything he puts out either but i, I just i cannot believe the this uh, what he's saying here anyway he says this time i donated more than before if the snowflakes of the left don't like it try doing something about aren't you a big man Hal? and what if they come by with a molotov cocktail and lobbing it lob a few of those onto your house Hal? what are you gonna do big man as your house is burning down and you, they did it in the middle of the night and you weren't locked and loaded waiting at the window what are you gonna do Hal? tough guy i mean you know he's got a lot of perverted ads on his site he says he's a christian but man alive he doesn't act like one i'm sorry and i'm not i don't want to be judgmental but man uh anyway um and then he literally relists his address 
1906 Patterson Plank Road, North Bergen, New Jersey. Even gives his, his uh, everything, the whole nine yards. Well, the Bible says in Proverbs 22.3, A prudent man foreseeth the evil, foreseeing a little evil here, and hideth himself. But Trump, but Howell knows better. He's going to put himself out there. Come on, big man. Bring it on. I'm Howell Turner. This guy just had another heart attack again. He's laid up on his back, and but he wants to go to war. Okay. But the simple pass on and are punished. So I, I don't, I don't um, adhere to the way that Hal Turner tends to handle things. Um, anyway, that's all we have for part one. And God bless you. And we will see you in part two.